Hello, and welcome to the News Cycle. I'm Jihan Moon, and I'll be your host for today. It's Monday, December 28th. This week, I'm joined by fellow Blue Devil Hub reporter Jenna Olivari for a discussion on two newly released films, the sequel Wonder Woman 1984 and Pixar's Soul. Directed by Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman 1984 finds Wonder Woman still mourning over the death of her boyfriend, Steve Trevor, as she is faced with two new adversaries, Maxwell Lord and Cheetah. You can watch Wonder Woman 1984 on HBO Max and at the West Sacramento Drive-In. This world is not yet ready for all that you will do. Your time will come, Diana. To get us started, Jenna, what were your general thoughts about Wonder Woman? Generally, I think it was uh, a bit flashy. It was a little style over substance, in my opinion. What are your thoughts? I had fun watching it. It is definitely a very flawed movie. We're not going to be able to get into a lot of like the minutia without spoiling anything, but there's a lot of things that just do not make sense that they don't really explain well, but I did have fun while watching. One of my biggest issues throughout was the action sequences. So this is of course is like this big superhero movie and there are maybe like a handful of action set pieces. The number of action sequences didn't bother me. What bothered me was like every single action sequence took maybe like, except for the very first one, took maybe five minutes in total and were like very bland. They were like not- They were not. The, just the general fight choreography and stuff, I was, I felt was lackluster and like the CGI, it was just not well-conceived. Mm-hmm. And they, I agree. With Wonder Woman, you think she's so like epic and like she's so so much larger than life. And these action set pieces were like very like toned down again, mm-hmm. except for the very first one, which the very first action sequence, which is what starts off the movie, is like bef- so good. And back in time. Yeah, I sort of wish. I felt it felt very unrelated to me. I didn't understand the connection between the beginning ten minute or so scene. And the rest of the movie, I don't think it really accomplished what it attempted to accomplish, you know? The thematic follow-through is there. I think, like, the entire idea of not cheating to get to where you are. No spoilers, but, like, I think it's connected to where Steve Trevor's character ends up. I feel like it's kind of a reach. I hadn't made any sort of connection between the theme of the beginning scene and the rest of the movie until right now. The idea didn't flow for me it felt like it kind of unfortunate honestly because like I feel like that was one of the best scenes in the movie mm-hmm. and then for it to have such like a I don't know loose connection with the themes of the rest of the movie is kind of a lost opportunity I think yeah I I could understand that another thing I was that I think would have made the movie more palatable is starting from like about maybe like the second act on when like things like really start to be picking up the score is very loud and like everything oh my gosh it's like everything about like from like that point on and even you could say most of the movie prior to that everything is so big that there are literally no quiet moments and there's like no time to really breathe at all I'm not sure if this was your experience at all but when I was watching it all of the background noise was really loud when we were watching it my family was watching it just the background yeah like we were saying 
was overwhelming. There was not any silence. Would you recommend or no? I would say if you are a DC fan, you're going to watch this, right? And, you know, you might be disappointed. You might not. I think based on, like, what I've seen people talking about it, you'll be disappointed. I know most people were, my all, like, my family who I watch it with, they all didn't like it. But I think if you're not really into the superhero thing, I don't think this is the movie to get you on two of the superhero movies. I would definitely agree. I think it was fun. I wouldn't go into it with super high expectations, but I don't regret watching it. Soul follows aspiring jazz pianist Joe Gardner, voiced by Jamie Foxx, getting the gig that could make or break his career before suddenly dying. Instead of heading into the great beyond, a heaven stand-in, Joe's soul escapes to the great before, where souls are formed before being sent to Earth. There he meets Tina Fey's 22, a soul who doesn't understand the appeal of going down to Earth. Joe and 22 attempt to find a way for Joe to head back to Earth in time for his gig when things go awry. You can watch Soul on Disney+. Plus. What is this place? What's your name, honey? Uh, I'm Joe. I teach middle school band. Howdy, go for it! General thoughts. I was so, so, so looking forward to this movie. And I generally think it didn't disappoint. The animation was stunning. The plot was, I don't know, it was, it made me think. It started conversations. It was generally what I was expecting, even though I wish Pixar had pushed it a little bit farther than they did. What are your thoughts? My general thoughts, I really like most of this movie. My thing is, there's the part of the movie that takes place in the, like, the great before And then there's the part of the movie that takes place on Earth, right? And while I understand the necessity of the stuff that takes place on Earth, I much preferred the part that took place in The Great Before because it just, like, felt so much more magic. Like, it felt magical. Like, it felt like all the animation was stunning. It was so much more, like, different than what we've seen. Or, like, that, like, you you will generally see, I guess. And, like, the stuff on Earth... There were moments where I thought it was beautiful. It did really, like, hit me, like, the beauty of life, which is what they're going for. Though there were great moments, but I didn't feel as absorbed by the movie in those parts. It was kind of funny that the animation is so much more captivating in the place that they're trying to get 22 out of, you know? They're trying to make this whole argument about how, like, incredible it is to live on Earth and stuff, when really, like... The Great Before seems a lot more appealing. (laughs) It's also just, I have a hard time appreciating it for what, or the plot for what it is. The whole how incredible Earth is when in the midst of a global pandemic and, you know, police brutality and our current government and every other thing that's happening right now. And then to have this kind of, fantastical movie about how incredible earth is it feels weird to be watching it at home i didn't feel that like sort of weirdness i i don't know if it's like aiming to say like earth is great wow i think it's more aiming to like make the argument that you should just like enjoy the simple things in life i don't know i'm just too pessimistic for the (laughs) optimism of this movie 
I know one thing that the plot was criticized for was some people were under the impression that the movie delivered a message of like, don't follow your dreams. Do you, did you get that impression or did you not get that impression? I don't think it's saying don't follow your dreams. I think it's saying pursue your dreams, but maybe that's not what's right for you. It's like your passion isn't necessarily your purpose. Like you can have a bigger purpose beyond your passion or passions. It's kind of odd, the juxtaposition between that pessimism, you know, of like, (laughs) don't bank on your dreams. And then coupled with life is wonderful. It's an interesting combination of ideas presented. I think it's interesting, but I also, I think it's true. I, I would agree with those statements though. Yeah. Those I just wish there was more. At the end of the movie, I was kind of just like, oh, that was it? I wish it was like a little grander. It didn't exactly disappoint. It just fell flat a little bit. You know, if that makes sense? Like it just... I wouldn't say I was overwhelmed or underwhelmed. I would say I was whelmed. You know? <laughs> I was just whelmed. whelmed. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. Uh, would you so, recommend? I would recommend just honestly for the visuals. Oh my gosh. The animation is beautiful. Pixar again, trailblazing as always with the iridescence of like the souls. And we just had an incredible conversation about all the complexities of the plot and everything. It's so worth it to watch it just to dissect it, you know? I would agree with everything you said. I think even if it's not your favorite Pixar movie, you will definitely get something out of watching this movie. The News Cycle is produced by the Blue Devil Hub in collaboration with the Davis Enterprise. Katrina Haas and Jihan Moon are the producers. Our theme music is written by Daniel Ruiz Jimenez. Thank you for listening, 